Welcome to our show, Active FM. Let's talk. We're going to be talking about things that really, really, really matter. And uh, just to inform you, Musa Wenkosi is uh, not around. He's not around uh, Johannesburg, the city. <laughs> he will be back. <laughs> he will be back. You know, um, I believe you're going to get blessed. I believe... You know, this this is a moment. It's one of the things we've been talking about, the renaissance. So it's going to be interesting. And remember, this is our show, Let's Talk. We talk about things that matter, things, you know, that encourage people. We motivate people. And, you know, it, it's so amazing. I, I love this. It's so amazing in life when you, you're facing or you're in a situation or it, it, you, in, you are in a world's era like the the pandemic and it's challenging you know is is challenging the economy of the nation the politics you know the the whole social you know a life but end of the day it affects us individual and it's so amazing now when you read about history and then you find out that wow there were things were were pretty much you know hectic then things were tough at that time so it's it's so amazing when you look back and you see wow other people actually went through so so much than we we can imagine you know uh, uh being a pandemic that has already killed around four point something million people and comparing that to um uh, just the black death we have been speaking and uh, focusing on the history that dwells on, on on Middle Ages. And things seem to be very, very dark. And we have named this show Dark Pain. Dark Pain. That's 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 the name of the show. And it's it's so encouraging to know that other people existed in something that you know seemed even more worse. They didn't have the technology that we have today. Uh, uh, specific with just the whole thing with communication, it was not easy for them to 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 communicate when already the the whole black death thing was killing people like in in, in what we know as uh take it today in uh, uh um constantinople what happened was that other countries like china uh uh, uh england they didn't know about the pandemic <laughs> and after a long time they started just hearing that you know uh there's a pandemic and it's killing people why because the communication was not something that was just easy you know what i'm saying it was it was not something that was easy why because they didn't have the technology that we have things were, uh, were not improved as they are right now at this moment and it's so amazing now to know that those people regardless yes other people died but they lived i love this they lived through 
those situations, those pandemics that they were facing. But at the same time is that people didn't just live in those times, but people triumphed. That a specific just after that age, you know, uh, middle ages, just just from the the the, the, the later parts of the, of the middle age, like looking at like uh, your your 14th century, because that's when it ended. Now we start hearing about the Renaissance. We start hearing about the Galileo. We start hearing about Nicholas Copernicus. Even though things were hard, but they made it that even today, even today, they still are the ones who shape history. They still are the ones who, who has given us this foundation that we model our lives on. You see what I'm saying? So it's, a, it's amazing that people right there in that situation could make it. And we believe that you can make it. And it's just to throw a scripture for you because we are people who speak about the biblical facts so genesis chapter 37 verse 27 says come let's sell him to the ishmaelites not lay our hands on him after all he is our brother our own flesh and blood his brothers agreed so we're talking about joseph himself as a, a, a favored son by his father and to be honest this this guy was someone who was godly and i believe because of his relationship you know with his father it, it was easy for him it was easy for him to hear about the great things that god did for his father you know what i'm saying and even though uh, i believe there was a bit of, of of pride and all that but he had that hard for God. That's why God was able to entrust him with his uh, uh, promise, you know, with he, with the dream that he got from God that will actually save the, through, the whole world through the famine when he, he became a ruler in Egypt, you know, and he was able to save food in advance and all the nations, they actually came to get food from Israel because of the famine. Uh, so here we are and we're talking about this guy who I, I love because the way I synthesize the whole, you know, uh, situation of 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 of, um, of Joseph and the, the the pandemic, if I can say, or the there are certain pandemics, if I can say that there are certain tragedies, if I can say that that are occurring in the world system. They are affecting certain people, but they're not really regarded as something that's a pandemic. So they're not regarded as something that's a nightmare to humanity. But I mean, these things are. At that time, you have the Ishmaelites. They were the, the, the Americans. So Joseph was sold to them because at that time, there was nothing wrong about slavery. If I can say that. And you can, sometimes, you know, it's easy now to justify like, you know, yeah, but we could, you know. In fact, I believe that slavery is taking place ever than before. Ever than before. I don't know, it's just in Johannesburg alone, how many prostitutes are here. And that's slavery because they sell their bodies for someone else to get the money that they never worked for. You see what I'm saying? So that, that that's that's actually slavery. So it's taking place even right now. But all I'm saying is that right there, there was a system of the world, but God was able to take that system of the world that enslaved people, that made other people to be slaves to other people and use it for the good of Joseph. And, and remember, Joseph is in his 
worst moment where his brothers want to kill him. They put him in a, in, in a pit and now they're selling him. He's losing everything. But God, even right there, something that was meant for his harm, God has actually, you know, uh, 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 worked everything out. God has worked everything out in the, in the, in the you know, uh, uh, consequences of the world system that can affect us so bad. But even right there, God, in, in, in those consequences that, you know, uh, um, come because of the world system, but even right there, God has accommodated us. Interesting. Even right there, God has accommodated us us so instead now the purpose of the accommodation for who we are in the world system it's it's not for us to actually get there and then we get stuck we settle and then we get there we are defined and and that's all but what god has done is that now he has accommodated us so that when we get there, it works for us. When we get there, we get. This thing pushes us forward. There, Joseph, I mean, he, 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 he is a slave. And then he's sold to the Ishmaelites. They get to Egypt. God wanted, jo imagine, God wanted Joseph in Egypt. It doesn't matter how we got to Egypt. But what matters is that he got where God wanted him to be. Even though he didn't get there as a ruler. But Egypt was the place that he was going to rule at. Interesting. He gets to uh, Fortifa's house. And that's why I'm saying this guy was godly. Because when Fortifa's house, one, uh, a wife actually wanted to, you know, hit on Joseph. He was able to run away. And he would not have done so if he didn't fear God. So which means he was godly. You see what I'm saying? So that's just the, the, the whole thing, what God is able to do for us. And I'll just give you, because a, a, I'm going to, I won't lie to you, I'm going to start preaching. <laughs> so <laughs> it's still a show. It's not a sermon. <laughs> so <laughs> let's, let's talk. So we're talking about the renaissance. Um, it says from darkness to light, the renaissance began. And, and they actually regarded it as humanism. Um, Medesi family, so most of them, they were supported by the Florissance uh, family, at, 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 and that's where the whole Renaissance uh, movement actually, you know, uh, boomed. So the Renaissance were actually, you know, um, was a fervent period of European culture, artistic, political, and economic rebirth. So I remember I told you it's following the Middle Ages. So if you always hear about people speaking about the Middle Ages, Middle Ages, uh, they started around the, you, when when Rome fell, when the uh, Roman Empire fell. So like around the, the fifth, uh, fifth century into the uh, 15th century. So that's what we call Middle Ages. And it, it's all defined by ignorance, you know, the wars that were taking place, uh, the famine that was there, the pandemic, Black Death itself that we are looking at uh, last, uh, last week. Uh, we're talking about that in our show. So now, coming out of this period now, we're coming to what we call Renaissance, like from uh, uh, the... the, 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 the 
uh, 15th century to the 17th century. And everything is transformed, even today, because in this age, you have people like Galileo who are regarded as the father of modern science. So even today, and they say, now the Renaissance are the bridge between the Dark Ages and our modern civilization. You see what I'm saying? So that's what these guys they did. Even today, people like I mean, I mean Galileo, because all these things they build up. Galileo is regarded as someone who is the father of modern science. But Galileo didn't just uh, 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 come out with his, you know, uh, 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 um, views. He had to learn from someone and agree with the views of uh, uh, Nicholas Copernicus. You see what I'm saying? And I believe, I'm going to be reading further on Isaac Newton, and I believe that it was the same thing with him. And I love using these people because these are the people of <laughs> of faith. And um, now let's, let, let's just look at this uh, gentleman. So, it says during the Middle Ages, a period that took place, I did explain that for you. And it, it says, um, some historians, however, believe that such grim depictions of the Middle Ages were greatly exaggerated. Though many agree that there was relatively little regard for ancient Greek and Roman philosophies learning at the time. So, as I said, these guys, we regard them as humanism. During the 14th century, a cultural movement called humanism began to gain momentum in Italy among its many principles. Humanism promoted the idea that man was the center of his universe and people should embrace human achievement in education, classical arts, literature, and science. So, in 1450, the invention of Garten printing press allowed for improved communication throughout Europe and uh, ideas they started I love this because not just okay now my mom is in one city and it's easy to communicate with them it also facilitated for um, ideas to spread so easily so it, 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 that's what now the whole thing about printing did. As a result of this advance in communication, little-known texts from early humanist authors such as those of Francisco Patrick. And additional, many scholars believe advances in international finance and trade impacted culture in Europe and set the stage for Renaissance. There's what we call Medis uh, family. The Renaissance started in Florence, Italy, a place with a right cultural history where wealth citizens could afford to support budding artists. Members of the powerful Medici family, which ruled Florence for more than 60 years, were famous because of movement. I need to correct myself. I said something. I said there's a family, well family called uh, uh, Florence. It, it, that was actually a place in Italy. This family is called Medici family. So great Italian writers, artists, politicians, and others declared that they were participating in an intellectual artistic revolution that will be different from what they experienced during Dark Age. So uh, just because of, of time, now we're looking at the Renaissance geniuses. So there's someone we call Leonardo Da Vinci. He's known for the Mona Lisa and the Last Supper. So he actually painted that. He's responsible for those paintings. And he was an Italian painter at the same time, an architect, inventor, a 
Renaissance men, and we have you. You you gonna forgive me for <laughs> not getting this verse right? Um, Desiderius Erasmus, scholar from Holland, who defined humanist movement in Northern Europe, translator of the New Testament into Greek. So even this guy was a, a man of faith. You have Rini Desaitis. French philosopher and mathematician regarded as the father of modern philosophy, famous for stating, I think, therefore I am. Uh, and then you have Galileo, as I said, uh, an astronomer, physicist, and engineer whose pioneering work with telescope enabled him to describe the moons of Jupiter and rings of Satan. And you have Nicholas Copernicus, the guy who is uh, the first modern scientific argument. So he actually made the first modern scientific argument for the concept of uh, the solar system. So everything is a heliocentric solar system. So he came with that, that everything revolves around the sun instead of everything around the earth. And then we also have Thomas Hobbes, English philosopher and author of Leviathan. There we go. We have Godfrey Kosha or Kosa, English poet and author of the Canterbury Tales. And then we have Dante. So Dante was actually um, an Italian philosopher, poet, writer, and political thinker who authored the divine comedy. That, that, that's, that's nice. That's nice. So I can actually just, you know, carry on. You have William Shakespeare. Come on, guys. Did you know that William Shakespeare? was part of Renaissance, regarded as, you know, he, he lived in that uh, period. England's national poet and the most famous playwright of all time celebrated for his sonnets and plays like Romeo and Juliet. So, Raphael, I can call Mike Angelo, uh, who painted uh, or who caved David. I have to go on and go on. And you have Renaissance art, architecture, and science. So let's just uh, give you a free brief on this and we're done with the show without taking time. So it says art, architecture, and science were closely linked during Renaissance. Did you hear that? Art, architecture, and science were closely linked during renaissance so these things they came they were brought together they were brought together they started working uh, together art architecture at the same time science in fact it was unique time when these fields of study fused together seamlessly right so they fused together interesting that was nice so for instance artists like davins incorporated scientific principles such as anatomy into their work so they could recreate the human body with extraordinary precision. Remember, in fact, uh, the last show, we learned about the first study, the first uh, manual on anatomy that was done by a man in Italy. I forgot his name, but he's, he was the first person to actually do the dissection. He opened up the body and started at looking at how the whole body, you know, functions and how the, the principles of how the whole body functions and how it's put together. And we can see now everything is just building up. You know, um, you also have uh, 
architects, architects such as Filippo studied mathematics to accurately engineer and design immense buildings with expensive domes. So again, I said, remember, we have these people who have actually, uh, 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 who have actually shaped, they have, they, they, they have shaped even how we go forward with, with this civilization. You see what I'm saying? But what just happened you know, the, uh, what they were coming out of, but they were able to make it. And I'm thinking, what is this that in your life you're actually going through? You know, and as much as we're speaking about a, a pandemic that was actually, you know, um, going or, or spread itself over nations and all that. But you, you still need to understand that somehow people had their own you know, uh, uh, a situation, specific uh, uh, personal situations in their lives. But still, they made it. You know, they did all these things. So we have uh, scientific discoveries led to major shift in thinking. Galileo and uh, Desaitis presented a new view of astrology mathematics while Copernicus proposed that the sun, not the earth, was the center of solar system. Renaissance art was characterized was characterized by re realism and naturalism. Artists strive to depict people and objects in a true life way. It's like, now we're back to parables. I don't know if you see that. Just use parables in order to relate to people. They use techniques such as perspective, shadows, and light to add depth to their work. Emotion was another quality that artists try to infuse into their pieces look at that i love that this is like just physics itself they use such perspective as shadows and light to add depth to their work you know and um emotion and just looking at that i mean light itself it's it's it, it's a big big um um, evidence it's a big object that's actually used in in, in physics to you know, to pioneer certain principles that can improve our civilization, you know, how we even treat ourselves. So it's, it, it, it's amazing. Uh, I cannot tell you how much studies or information, you know, that, has, that we have actually uh, 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 gained from the light, from what the light can do. So some of the most famous artistics, artistic works that were produced during the Renaissance. So as I said, there's Mona Lisa, La Sapa, a statue of David, the birth of Venus, the creation of Adam. You can see, it, it, it's so amazing. These people... I mean, did you, did you hear? So Galileo was someone who, I'm, I'm about to close, I'm about to close the show. But remember what they said about uh, Galileo. He, he didn't just, you know, paint the whole Mona Lisa thing. He didn't just, you know, uh, do the whole thing about, um, about uh, I'm talking about the Linear Da Vinci. He didn't just paint, you know, the, the Last Supper. But he was someone who also... Um, uh, uh, da Vinci incorporated scientific principles such as anatomy into their work so they could recreate the human body with extraordinary precision. You see what? So that means they could be precise in creating the body. You see what I'm saying? And I believe today we, we have things like robots and, and, and stuff like that, which people had to study 
the human anatomy, like the whole nervous system and all that. But it's just so amazing that even though he dwelled into, he, he had that belief, you know, that they can create a human body in a much more precise way. But at the same time, he was able to do what to do, like uh, paint things like your, your, your last supper, which is Christ is sitting with his disciples. These people were very, very, you know, uh, uh, scientific. And what they were doing, these were scientists. But they still believe in God. They still believed in God. And this is a lie that we, 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 we actually, you know, as people, we believe that, you know, science can never, you know, be combined with the Bible. But the same people who actually, you know, uh, 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 came, you know, and discovered things, corrected things. Because remember, some people, they say this is their rebirth. They, other sources, they say they discovered what was happening in, 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 in the whole philosophy that was now forgotten, which all, you know, uh, 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 came from, it all came from uh, the Greeks. You see what I'm saying? But now other scholars, they say, there was not much that the Greeks, you know, did. There were few scholars at that time. There were few, you know, philosophers. So these people, they're more responsible. And they're more responsible for the, the, the initiation of the whole science. Do you understand what I'm saying? So the point is, is that the first people, I believe these are the people, I can't, I can't say the first people, but the people who actually came with more uh, 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 precise principles or information about science, there were people of faith. There were people who believed in God that the Catholic Church itself started ex ex uh, 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 exiling these people, started uh, uh, banning these people, you know, uh, 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 um, persecuting these people, but they believed in God. You see, so it's, it, it's so amazing how things, as we move further, you know, in these different eras of the world, how things, they just start being depicted in a wrong way and the meaning is always lost. So don't be, don't, don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. And right now we have come to the end of the show. I remember we started with um, Joseph himself and everything worked for his good you know god the biggest thing in our lives which is it's it, it, it brings a, a tragedy that we cannot escape is death we're all gonna die but god is able to make even death work for our own self i remember just realizing that I'm like what actually death is like a step that you take which gets you to heaven. That, that's all death is in Christ. It's, it's, it's not something that we, we have to moan about. You know, uh, uh, you, know, how, you know, most of us, you never hear most of the poets, like we're, we're talking about Dante in, in the whole, you know, uh, Renaissance movement. You never hear most of these famous, you know, uh, uh, poets and poems out there writing about death. You know, we, we don't really talk about that much you know what i'm saying but i want to tell you that why because it's sad but i want to tell you in christ it's not sad if you believe in jesus it's a step to heaven and so i believe that you were blessed and may god bless you right now at this moment if you want to accept jesus christ as your lord and savior you can just you know pray with me i'm gonna pray with you i'm gonna pray with you in fact i'm gonna pray with you 
<laughs> so, say, dear Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I believe with all my heart. I believe God and I confess with my mouth that you are the Son of God, Jesus, and you were raised from the dead. And right now you are seated at the right hand of the Father, interceding for me in Jesus' name. I pray, Amen. I believe you were blessed talking about the renaissance. I wonder what's next. We still we we still gonna be talking about them because they they were there. They lasted for like uh uh, three centuries. So now we are in the first century of their movement and we're going to be moving to their second century and we're going to be talking more about these guys and I think they were very, very interesting. And I, uh, I, I, I'm, as I said, I'm going to be reading more on Isaac Newton and we, we're still going to be fa- looking at things. I can't say <laughs> really the show, they're controversial, but... Um, because again there will be other people that will come in and they will come with their own views like people like uh charles darwin so we're gonna be um it's another branch that has taken the world into another direction so uh, sort of like dark pain but don't worry jesus is still on the throne Like what you're listening to? Follow us on Gelbank, Twitter at ActiveFM, Instagram at ActiveFM777, and Facebook at forward slash ActiveFM.